guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today we got ourselves a very, very interesting one. You guys are going to like this. What we're going to do, this is a listening skill. That's number one. Number two, I don't even know why my, my laptop isn't even charging, which is really, really weird. Okay, it's charging now. Whew, that scared me. Okay, so people talking about their childhoods. You know I love speaking about my childhood. And there are some things that I will probably speak about today that you guys are unaware of. But, you know, I'm still grateful that you, I mean, we could, I can go back and point out some things about my childhood that I wasn't very grateful for. And it all comes down to my two parents wanting to literally kill each other because they just could not live together. And whatever it may have been, uh, and the separation and then me living with my father, which wasn't good at all, but hey, beginning sixth grade, I'm so unbelievably grateful that my mother had gotten uh, full custody of us. And from sixth grade all the way up, now fourth grade, fifth grade, it was ridiculously crazy, uh, including third grade. First grade, second grade, fantastic. They weren't killing each other at that time. But then came, of course, you know, the end of third grade, going into fourth grade, which was horrible. Fifth grade, living with my father. And sixth grade, I was living with my mom for the rest of the time. And I ended up having a magnificent childhood from then. So it was just two turbulent years. But we're going to listen to other people. So what we have here, we have task one and we have task two. And task one, you have questions one through five, basically speakers one through five. You're going to have to choose from the list A through H on my blog, okay? So A uh, is doing homework, B is visiting relatives, C going to class, D using the internet, E going on long journeys, F talking to parents, G hanging out with friends, and H playing sports. Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about some great childhood times. And then there's the task two. So for questions six through 10, of course, starting with speaker one for question six, speaker two for question seven, and so forth, you are going to grab the A through H again, all right? So again, A, inspired by one person, B, annoyed by the rules, C, impressed by the humor, D, jealous of some individuals, E, proud of one achievement, F, anxious about failing, G, surprised by the variety, and H, frustrated by interruptions. So, guys, I think last time I tried playing the audio, the audio was really, really bad. So I'm going to have the audio on my end on max. It might be loud on your end, but I want to make sure that you get this audio. I'm going to have to listen to it afterwards and see if it's all good. But as far as Zoom goes, this looks good from my end, and we're going to uh, listen to this audio. So, guys, sit back, get ready, go to my blog, look at the questions. Make sure you go to, of course, my uh, Patreon page and uh, find out some of the answers and uh, communicate with me. So here we go. As soon as we left home, we were all the most boys at school, absolutely hard skating. 
the things that happened. It was always significant to see how younger people in town and countryside were managing things. The only other thing I should mention is that my dad had a job so maybe it was just in my genes. It certainly stayed with me and I still today learn nothing more as I get older. Mm, amazing. I was the oldest of four children, but even though we obviously share some of the same genetic makeup, when we were kids, we didn't feel like we had much in common. The two youngest boys were twins, so they always did everything together and were really competitive. Then there was my sister, who was still quite a bit younger than me. We all had different talents, and my mum and dad were very good at supporting us at whatever we wanted to do, football, music, or in my case, more academic stuff. Well, every night after dinner, I'd sit down to do the tasks our teacher had set for us to do. But what happened was that my brothers and sister would keep disturbing me, bursting into my room and wanting to play or borrow something. I used to get really irritated with them because I had so much to do. I thought we were so different. But now we've all grown up a bit. I can see that actually we're quite similar in lots of ways. Speaker three. I was an only child, so I didn't have any brothers or sisters to compare myself to. I guess I was a product of my environment. But with other kids my age, well, I was a bit uncomfortable, I suppose. There were two or three of them especially. They seemed to be better than me at everything. And they always had the latest games or phones, which bugged me. <laughs> there was a big group of us who just spent a lot of time messing about together after school and stuff. But don't get me wrong, I did enjoy their company. I was probably just insecure at the time. I think I overreacted, feeling so envious about such small things. It's silly to feel resentful towards others because we all have our own talents and abilities. And I don't have any issues like that anymore, so I think you can change aspects of your personality if you really want to. It's not all predetermined by your genes. Speaker 4. Let's face it, it's a big part of childhood. There's no choice, is there? You have to spend a lot of time doing it every day. Well, except for the weekends and holidays. And I enjoyed it mostly. Put it like this, there weren't any subjects I really disliked. Mm. And if you ask me, it was Mrs. Harris who really made the difference. She was so passionate and believed in us, all of us so that I started to believe in myself too. I wasn't born with that, she taught me. She showed me how to cooperate with others and made the whole experience worthwhile. It's been years since I last went into that building, but I do still remember how much she helped me. Speaker five. I was really lucky growing up, no question. We had a big family uncles, aunts, cousins, and they often came round for meals or the cousins would stay over. There were lots of people from school who I was close to as well. We were texting all the time and chatting. I can see with hindsight that my mum and dad tried really hard to relate to me. After school and when they got back from work, we'd all sit down together and I felt like I could tell them anything. Some of the other girls were a bit envious of that. The big thing was, mum and dad didn't take life too seriously. I think some people are just born with that attitude. And it was a great stress reliever. 
to hear their jokes. I was quite a nervous kid in some respects, so I think that was a great approach because it did make me relax and be really honest. Well, that's one thing. And that's the end, guys. A nice little five-minute audio. You know, speaking about parents in particular, my father, I remember, oh, my God, Coolio, De La Soul, Warren G, his R&B and hip-hop from 1993 up to about 95. He was very upbeat. I remember he would buy these video games. We had something called the Sega, oh my God, Sega Genesis, of course, but there was something where you could, uh, the games renew every month. I forgot what it was called, but it was like a nice little attachment that we would put on our Sega Genesis. But there were times during my childhood where my father was very upbeat and every time he was around, I would laugh and do this and do that. I remember that, you know, we would have good times. You know, I still remember... One day, uh, or a couple of nights, my mom was at the hospital because she was having my sister in 94. And I was crying. You know, I was like, Mom, I miss you. And I remember it was the night before. Then I remember I had visited her that day. And so going into the next day, I came home and I heard that my mom was there. And I hurry up, ran to my mom, gave her a hug. My father had bought McDonald's, which was huge back then. Um, and then I went the crib and there go there was my sister who is now 26 years old and I still remember the calmness that was right over her face sleeping boy those are beautiful times you know so but my mom she was always a little bit angry back in the 90s uh even into the early 2000s but then when it came to like 2002 2003 she was much better um but after that of course my father was no longer in my life 1999 I saw him and stayed the night at his quote-unquote girlfriend's house back in 2000 but that was about it it was just unfortunately he was a compulsive liar he wasn't a bad person but he put very bad priorities over his own children um but again it has created the amazing person I am today because it, it's kind of like that craving that I wanted from my parents when I was younger or not from my parents my father but there were other people who fulfilled those roles and ha was a significant role model uh, from probably, what, 2000 to 2006 in the later stages of my uh, teen years, you know, from 12 years old up to 18. So, oh, man, there were so many stories where they were telling it, and, you know, it would bring back so many unbelievable memories. Um, I don't remember hanging out with friends as often uh, back in the 90s, although if they were across the street, my mom would never say, don't go over there, don't go over there. If you do, you better come back, all that good stuff. But then came, of course, 2000, me being out of the house, you know, experiencing a lot of video games, playing with my friend, of course, Pokemon, Digimon, Final Fantasy, all these different games. So I would hang out with one of my friends, Mark. So we all had come from big backgrounds. So before I even get into that, guys, there are three questions at the bottom of the blog to help you practice your speaking capabilities. So in the number two, it says a friend you used to hang out with. And so I'm gonna talk about it in a, in a group sense because they all made a very powerful impact. You could only imagine, especially back in what, 2000? One of my closest friends, Mark, okay? Mark, his family were immigrants from the Philippines. They had gone to Hawaii. Mark was born in Hawaii, but he had a very, very thick Hawaiian accent when he first came to Las Vegas. Um, 
But, you know, he just looked different. Why? He was Filipino. I was from a predominantly, you know, I guess you could say Mexican, Caucasian, and African-American society. So I'm like, oh my God, I want to be friends with him because he looks real smart. <laughs> I'm a clown. Anyways, Mark and I, it was tough for his parents to accept me though. His mother, by the name of Faye, she wasn't too like pushy and, you know, she didn't push back so much. She was actually very cool. Um, but his father was very, very strict. Uh, and he was actually a little bit scared of his father. Um, uh, again, he was as strict in the sense he would ever put hands on his children. Absolutely not. It's just, you know, he was an extremely dominant figure. So if he looked at, if he said one word, he's like, oh, okay, so you gotta go, you know, in that sense. He was never scared. But it was Mark Filipino, my, be my best friend to this day, Andre, he has two children and he's uh, dating uh, a wonderful teacher out there in New York. Uh, big shout out to him. You guys have heard him on the podcast before. And Billy Warden. So we had Puerto Rican, Filipino, and we had a redhead with freckles. And then you had me. Of course, I would be considered the black one. So it would be four of us, and we would go to places, and people are like, whoa, this is a really interesting co a combination of, you know, friends and whatnot. So, man, we would live, you know, we would play basketball together, play football together, uh, video games together. Again, we didn't have the internet much, uh, but we would be very excited when Mark was like, hey, come over to my house at 11. My father won't be there. We'll get on the internet. And he's like, but you have to leave before two because my father's going to come home. He can't know that you're inside the house uh, because his father didn't want people inside the house. So we would experience the AOL American online. If you guys didn't know, that was the very basic, that was the beginning of the internet. Seriously. That, that, that was probably pre-birth in 2000, 2001. Um, Diablo two, that was one of the most popular games for a very long time. And again, man, those, we're my friends. You know, apparently Mark, he is doing well now. Uh, he's no longer on social media, but I have been speaking to his brother who didn't really like speaking to me when I was younger, but he ended up adding me and we had an amazing, probably the most heartfelt conversation we had just last year. Ever! Ever! And so him speaking to me like that, I'm like, bro, in this conversation alone is more than what you had spoken to me between 1999 in about 2003, just to let you know. You know, I didn't tell him that, but it was just another one of those moments I wanted to cherish. Cherish is time. So again, I could go on and on about these stories, guys, but I don't want to bore you. But a person who inspired me. Now, uninspiring was Billy. Billy would actually bully me and said I was poor. Because again, we can't, came from, I wouldn't say a poor background. But my mom, she was the only one. Uh, she was the dominant figure. Father had left because he cannot, he had zero responsibility, obviously. And they would just wanted to kill each other. Um, and so my mom came into the picture, like summer of 1999. And honestly, throughout my childhood, it would have to be my mother who inspired me. Because through everything, she provided us with some of the most amazing Christmases ever. My aunt, she mailed us to PlayStation 1 in 1999. That was massive. Going into 2000, that was another unbelievable Christmas. 2001, 2001, having the September 11th attacks happen. Uh, we got robbed from a guy, one of my brother's friends, by the way. Yes, he came into our house while we were not there, and he stole all our video games. Crazy. 
Um, and we never found him, but unfortunately, hey, but I guess karma came around and apparently he was killed. I don't know how. Maybe it must have been another home invasion. This had to be probably several months later in early 2002. So, hey, <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it there. Um, and so my mom, she almost died. Uh, she had probably a combination of bronchitis and a couple of other things from smoking and, and all that other stuff. The doctor said if she had come, what, 48 hours later from that moment, she wouldn't have been, yeah, she wouldn't have survived. But 2001 we, was still one of the most amazing years of my childhood. <laughs> Get that. Robbery, September 11th attack, scared beyond belief because my mom never really sat us down and said, okay, this is what's going on, but we're going to stick together. We're going to hold it together. Everything's going to be all right. Uh, we never had that conversation. It was just very, very fear-based. But then, you know, to, to the, going into the Thanksgiving, going into the New Year's, uh, and the Christmas, boy, it was just amazing. That's when we got our computer for the first time. My sister had bought a computer with a financial aid check, and that was the beginning of the StarCraft and Diablo days. Oh, man, those are good days. Those are good days. Going into high school where there was just a concoction of different backgrounds and nationalities at that high school. You know, not just uh, people would say Asian, but I'm talking about from Filipinos, okay? We got the Chinese, we got Vietnamese. They were all there at my high school, and that opened up my mind so much to just so many different ventures. So, oh, happy times I spent with my relatives. Hey, those were great times with my uncle. When he had a good head, well, I don't even know if he had a head on him to begin with. Uh, but, you know, relatives, man, I remember when my aunt my grandma had visited us when I was about four or five years old, uh, 1992, 1993. I remember. All I remember, though, again, just like the first speaker was saying, I don't remember much of it, but I do remember KFC at one point. I remember it being about 3, 4 p.m., and yes, my aunt and my grandma was there. And so still talking to my aunt today, and she's still cheering me on, saying, yeah, I'm so proud of you. You're doing this great speaking thing. My grandma's still healthy and alive. She's about 87 years old. Um, woo, boy, 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 boy. What a life. And so for me to go through all that, go to the likes of Arizona for school, come back, hurry up, finish up the dental certi certification, go to Australia the first time, move there two years later, do this, do that, being here in Thailand for seven years and now having what I have today, you know, inspiring you guys all around the world, you guys loving what I do and listening to me. Uh, whoa, who would have ever thought? God. And that's what makes it just so exciting. I feel like I've lived such a full life, but there's still so much more out there. Me, 32 years old, these are the raging 30s. This is when I need to stand up and do it. I'm talking the Fiji, the South Africa, the South Home and Principe, the Reunion. I'm talking Norway. I'm talking Denmark, Sweden, all of these places. I must, I must, I must. Oh, my God. Because the 30s are fire. 20s are just, you're, you're, you're figuring everything out in the 20s, right? 20, okay, went to Australia at 23, finally landed in Thailand at 25, but now I'm into my 30s. No, I don't feel like I'm 30 whatsoever. I don't know what that feels like. I still feel like I'm 25, but the age is going up. And so 
me, I'm just experiencing and taking in absolutely everything. Oh my God. So guys, I would love to hear some of your stories. Let me know some of your stories. There was a, there's a YouTube channel by the name of Maximilian. And this guy, he plays video games, puts them online and all that good stuff. But Final Fantasy VII, he said, why did this game mean so much? And there were just tons of comments in paragraph form of people saying, during this phase of my life, when Final Fantasy VII came in, this was happening, that was happening. I remember that at the beginning of 2000, when Final Fantasy VII had entered my life. I remember my brother would play it all the time. He would play the chocobos. I remember the environment, watching Billy, who was my uh, mother's boyfriend at the time, and his son was a basketball player for the Valley Vikings High School in Las Vegas. And we would go places, and we would go to his home, which was beautiful. And Oh, man, like I would live my life through the characters, but I remember all the specific details around that. I remember Cisco and his song song, you know, in April and May, May of 2000. Uh, I remember Pink made her debut with uh, There You Go, if I'm not uh, mistaken. These songs are going into the 4th of July. Man, I remember all of that. I remember the year. One of my friends said, man, how do you remember the years and everything? I can't remember anything like that. Visual imagery. Visual imagery. That's why I'm giving you guys all these descriptions, because I'm a visual person. So, woo, guys, it's good to go back on memory lane. That's all I can say. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast a little more about your host, Arsenio. And if you guys got any questions, make sure you answer some of these. There are better things, well, not better things. There are uh, additional things that will be available on Patreon, so you make sure you take, check that out too, all right? And if you guys want to, I think for $25 a month, I'm putting assignments and things back on Patreon, people. That's right. We're going Patreon again. If you want the additional audios, the additional reading, the additional this, the additional that, if you guys want to donate and just give your thanks for everything that I've given back. You guys can sign up for Patreon to get some free lessons, some free Q&As, some, some lives, some webinars, all that good stuff. We're going back on Patreon, people, because I miss me some Patreon. So again, guys, with that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into this long ESL podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.